Ciao, my name is Umberto Mucci and this is with the Italian News, a podcast about Italy during coronavirus times. Today is Monday, December 20, 2021. Today, considering the Italian population over 12 years old, 88.6% has received at least one dose of vaccine, 85.3% is vaccinated with two doses, while 36.4% is the percentage of third doses received by those who are currently eligible. As every Monday, just a few numbers about the situation of the contagion in Italy, and unfortunately, these are not good numbers at all. Indeed, they are very worrying because in 2021, we never had a higher number of daily new positives like these days. Over the past seven days, with regard of the new positive cases, we averaged a percentage change of plus 40.5% compared with the previous seven days. In the same period, the average change in the number of patients admitted to ordinary COVID words was plus 15.4% and plus 16.5% in intensive care units. On average, in the last seven days, we had 116 deaths every day with a variation of plus 27.4% compared to the previous seven days. The data on the incidence and occupancy of beds brings the number of Italian region in the yellow zone to six. Starting today, 12 million Italians will be in the yellow zone. And before the end of the year, the number could grow to 27 million, almost half of the Italian citizens, if the trend will be confirmed. From today, the regions in yellow zone are Friuli, Venezia, Giulia, Calabria, Trentino, Alto Adige, Liguria, Marche and Veneto. Since the transition to zones with more restrictions also depend on the occupancy rate of COVID wards, in order to avoid more restrictions, several regions are deciding to convert entire wards to be used for COVID patients, but this penalizes non-COVID patients who see themselves postponing once again operations scheduled for months, also because operating rooms have been reduced and because doctors are busy administering vaccines or performing swaps. But there is also good news in the fight against the virus. In January 2022, the first supplies of antiviral drugs will arrive in Italy. It is the extra weapon against COVID-19. Pills that do not replace vaccines, the main barrier against contagion, but are designed to stop the damage of the coronavirus in those who have already been infected. The drug made by Pfizer reduced the need for hospitalization by 89% in the just completed studies, even with the new variant. These are delicate drugs that must be prescribed and handled by specialists. For now, they would not become common drugs in Italy, also because they have high costs and must therefore be intended for people with the risk of a serious clinical picture, over 65, obese, heart patients, transplant transplant patients, uh, oncologists. It is hoped that during 2022, maybe in the second part, they can also be sold in pharmacies and used in the homes of Italians who need them, although it will be necessary to understand exactly how to diagnose them based on molecular, molecular swaps to have a 100% certainty of the need. Today starts a crucial week for the decisions that the Italian government will take to contain the pandemic in these weeks of holidays. Next Thursday, we'll meet the select committee that deals with the fight against the pandemic. The hypothesis that seems more concrete is that of a shortening of the validity of the Green Pass to six months. It would be a decision imagined to increase the use of third doses of vaccine and based on what, so far, 
Medical science and clinical data show with sufficient certainty that the ability to respond to the virus decreases starting from the seventh month after the last vaccine booster. A change in the temporal validity of the Green Pass would allow the government not to resort to the other possible tool considered in these hours, which is not the, the one the government prefers. The extension of the obligation to swab the vaccinated. This decision, in addition to imposing significant costs to citizenship, divides scientists, but above all risks symbolically sending the wrong message to a country that in its vast majority has embraced with conviction the vaccination campaign. Some mayors have asked the government to introduce the Green Pass also for students of primary, middle and high schools, as already happens for those who go to work and then letting in only those who are vaccinated, healed or have a negative swab not older than 48 hours, the normal Green Pass. The reason is that according to these mayors, vaccinated children and teens cannot find themselves once again attending lessons at home from a computer because of their unvaccinated peers since the school is one of the main places of contagion and the age groups of students cover more than half of new cases. But the government next Thursday could decide to change other rules as well. Among the hypotheses are the possibility of introducing a curfew for the unvaccinated for the peak hours of the holidays, from 6 p.m. to midnight on Christmas Eve, from noon to 4 p.m. for Christmas, and all night on of New Year's Eve. Another hypothesis is to ban permanently public events in the cities, although many have already been cancelled by local organizers. But the heaviest decisions could come against the Novax, which according to the latest statistics today in Italy die in 45 times higher percentage than those who have made the third dose. The majority of Italians would be absolutely in favor of extending in 2022 the Super Green Pass, i.e. the one given only to vaccinated and healed people, excluding the unvaccinated with a swab, where now is not expected, and then on local public transport, shopping centers, and especially in the workplace. The logic would be to stress the objective pressure to vaccinate, then reduce the area of Novax without further restricting the freedoms of those who have joined the vaccination campaign. In any case, the head of government, Mario Draghi, will take advantage of the press conference at the end of the year, called unusually early for December 22 for this reason, to invite Italians to the utmost caution and to avoid gatherings during the Christmas holidays. It will be a Christmas very similar to last year's, and the same goes for New Year's Eve. And this worries and puts many Italians in a bad mood. These are the Italians, uh, the more cautious ones. Then there are others, less cautious, who do not worry about it. They are the ones who might have to worry a lot more a few days later if they turn out to be infected. The account of the damage done by COVID to the Italian tourism sector continues to be terrible and unfortunately the end of this damage is far away given the situation of the contagion. In the first 11 months of the year Italy recorded a 34.8% drop in tourist presences compared to the corresponding period in 2019, 52.8% for foreign tourists and 16% for Italian tourists. In absolute values, it means that 146 million presences were lost, of which about 113 million related to foreign tourists. In the period from January to August, the spending by foreign tourists in Italy fell by 61.4% from 30.7 to 11.9 billion euros. The hotel room occupancy rate registered in the first 10 months 
of the year was only 31.8% in Rome, 34.4% in Venice, 34.5% in Florence, and 35.4% in Milan. In all these locations, the decline compared to 2019 is more than 50%. I'll end this video, <coughs> which is the penultimate one before a short break between Christmas and the beginning of the year, <coughs> with some good news, which we need, given the bad data and subsequent uh, not funny news uh, I've been giving you. Italy has been crowned country of the year by The Economist, an annual honor awarded by the international newspaper. The prize is given, and I quote, not to the biggest, the richest or the happiest country, but to the one that in our view improved the most in 2021. This global recognition was awarded to Italy, once again I quote, not for the prowess of its soccer players who won Europe's big trophy, nor its pop stars who won the Eurovision Song Contest, but for its politics. Central to this honor is Premier Mario Draghi, who is described by The Economist as a competent, international, respected Prime Minister. Italy's COVID vaccination rate is also singled out as among the highest in Europe, while its economy is recovering, our economy, is recovering more speedily than those of France and of Germany. The publication Secolate concludes with these words, and once again I quote, It is hard to deny that the Italy of today is a much better place than it was in December 2020. Auguroni. Well, it's all for now, it's all for today. Please stay safe, please take care, please protect yourselves, please vaccinate yourselves. I'll see you next Thursday for the last video of this year. My name is Umberto Mucci, this was with Italian News. Ciao from Rome.